0: Love, Talk Radio 1, 2, 1, 2, 3, go I will, I will always have a nice that's in my heart A bitter sweet relationship starts from my heart Imagine if you woke up and felt it's all a dream I feel that every day and turn my life into a movie screen But I would never trade it or think to let it go I want to show the world and give them all a chance to know they to talk about consciousness and what it is, what our experience is with it, why we have it, etc. Now, I want to give you a little bit of background about why I came to do this show. Um, actually, last night I was very irresponsible. Went out and drank too much. I ended up Oh boy, sorry. get a text message. Oh gosh. Okay. Um. So, I was completely blacked out last night from drinking alcohol, and I just I was I've been drinking since I was young, like seventeen, sixteen years old, and I never ever blacked out once. Well, now that I can drink in the bar, it's definitely a different story. I handle liquor differently. I don't even know if something's different. But what really, really, really makes me think is how can a person not remember anything? Like, I literally blacked out, and I didn't remember anything. I remembered the one drink that I took, the shot that I took in the bar, and that was it. Uh, I, that was the last thing I remember. I don't remember anything else. Like, I can almost maybe sometimes remember pictures of it. And it was literally like it was a dream. It was literally like, you know, think about a dream. Crazy experience. And, you know, you're completely subconscious. You have no control. And all this stuff happens anyways. Well, how does that even come about? How can just a simple liquid, a simple substance, completely take your mind and your memory, of uh-huh. Bring him and call us. I call a seven zero two on the year. Call seven
1: zero two. Hello.
0: Yes. Hi. Um, who am I speaking with? Like?
1: My name is Sugar.
0: Sugar, how are you, girl? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm fine. Um,
0: I remember you. I don't I'm... think I did. <laughs>
1: You remember me?
0: Of course I do. I remember exactly what. Um, so how um, are you this evening?
1: I'm doing okay. I was doing okay. College. Yeah. Uh <laughs> okay. <laughs> well I was just calling remember when I was talking to you about my me um reconnecting with Someone from my past the girl And how We were talking And everything Oh yeah yeah
0: yeah I, Yeah I do
1: well, Okay Well I kind of cursed her out And Um <laughs> Basically Said I don't want Anything to do oh, okay. with her And Like I just want to know Am I doing the right thing Because Basically she was playing a lot of mind games And doing the same shit there wasn't really much change So am I, I just want to know like, Am, am I like fucking out Am I being like overly cautious uh, Just being a bitch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well there are some things That you still have to Relate um, from We talked about before And I um, think what it has to relate to is um, that's not right. I pulled, I pulled the fuel card again, the same one I believe I pulled through last time, and it's just there's a connection from um, the past that you still have to release, and you still have to work through, and it's gonna seem like that she is playing my games, but there's like, I think you need to determine. Honestly, I think what you need to think about right now is what is a friend to you and what is love to you, okay? Now, I'm not entirely sure what you want to experience in your life right now in concerns of relations with other people. But I feel, one, I feel right now you definitely need a good companion. You know what I mean? Like you need that person in your life that you can bounce things off of—feelings, emotions, Um, thoughts—that's somebody that you can push those off of, and you know, have the same relation back, where somebody else can rely on you too. And I think if you stay, try to just stay friendly with her, okay? And I'm sorry, trying to what with her? Stay friendly with her, okay, Uh and show her that you are a good friend, a good companion yourself to have, you know, in anybody's life, Um, just show her that, be more friendly than intimate, and I think being, if you show her that, it'll be like, I feel like it'll lead to it, because I pulled the heart after that, and the heart's always good. thing where I think she's getting plenty of attention and she just feels like she's in her own you know what I mean like she's just rocking her own thing she's, her own. she's doing her you know what I mean
1: oh, Okay. like I'm
0: going okay. do me she's doing her you know what I'm saying so I think I think she's just I think she's open to what you're offering but there's some things that you have to show her and there's some stuff that you have to cut out from the past there's some things that you must remember about and uh, let me see like I don't know why but the friendship thing keeps coming up and I feel like it's very important for you to just be a good friend did you recently end a friendship with somebody that was not working out and like things just weren't okay are you there sugar
1: Yes, I'm here. I'm sorry.
0: I can't oh, really um, hear you that good. You sound really low. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm in a very relaxed state of mind. I just got back from the amusement park. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to do a radio show right now. I just have to. But
1: uh,
0: I think you need to – is there somebody – is there a friendship that you just encountered that um, you just ended for some reason?
1: Yeah, well, that's her. <laughs> that's her? I answered
0: it. Yeah. And she was, was she a friend first, or were you already, like, falling for her?
1: No, we, we were a friend, and then it kind of turned intimate, and um, we've known each other for six years. Almost seven Three years? years? Six. Oh. Almost seven six years.
0: years. Okay, wow. Yeah. And just out of curiosity... Um, did the intimate relations cause complications yes. between you two?
1: Yeah. It called, started to cause jealousy and um on both of our parts, jealousy and emotionally attacked and hurt hurt and arguments I sometimes. And then when it was good it was really good and then when it was it was really bad.
0: Okay. See now, now it makes sense. Um, yeah, you have to reestablish that friendship for sure. Don't be concerned about the intimate things, as those just they come and they happen. They come along, and they, it should always complement the relationship and not ever actually, be the. Justice I,
1: actually, I don't. I don't want to be anything with her. I don't want to be her friend, and I don't want to be in a relationship. I just want to know did I make the right decision because the reason why we stopped speaking the first time was because certain things that she does that her actions that I just don't like at all and is unacceptable. And I gave her a chance to see on my part that anything changed because she had a lot of time to herself and just right. like I did. But I use it my time wisely, like, I've been um searching But um, it doesn't seem like she's doing that. And I just wanted to know that sometimes when you get caught inside of your own head, like you need somebody to pull you out and tell you to. I just wanted to know if I did the right thing or were I just being, like, too, I don't know, overly aggressive. Or... Okay,
0: here's the interesting Here's the interesting thing about this. Um, I'm going to tell you this first. Now, only you are going to be able to determine and understand if you do the right thing. I know it's um, so cliche, but it's true. But here's where I come in. And this is where I help you to realize if you made the right decision or not. Now, it's not going to be known right away. And I think what you need to do is you need to look at, you said you didn't want to be her friend. You don't want to be anything to her. Yeah, nothing. Okay. And reasons being she's not a good person to you, she's playing games with you, she's making you feel fearful. After
1: you
0: Uh asked that question, I hear
1: you.
0: Okay, she is obviously there's some specific reason why you wanted to cut ties with her because she's not making you feel well, she's not making you feel happy, she's making you anxious or nervous or Vehicle or anything like that, you know, and that's probably why you cut her out. Am I right? Yeah. Because it wasn't positive at all.
1: No, no. I mean, when Not it was a it powerful, when we were positive. It was really powerful. It's really like something they just won't want to let go. Addictive, the good, the good part, and then the bad part. It 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 revolves more in
0: the good, so um, it's altogether not good then. To... Okay, I got you. Well, I think one, I'm going to tell you, I think you made the right decision because any time that you feel that something isn't working out for you in your life, and one, if you can't learn from it anymore, and two, it's not bringing you positive, happy feelings, then yeah, you know, and why would you want that in your day-to-day life? Why, why would you even want to have that? So I think, yes, you absolutely did the right thing, you know, you needed to make a better life for yourself, regardless of the people that are around it, and if people in it are, you know, making you feel not okay, then of course they need to be cut out, you don't need to ever have contact with anybody that makes you feel like garbage, you know, and so for that, yes, I do think you made the right decision. Um, I don't think it's anything... I so think you got to release it and just let it go and just let it be. And I guess in, in a sort of sense, let they kind of take over. Because maybe if you are meant to hang out again or be friendly or, you know, see each other or learn something from each other, you'll run into each other somewhere. You know what I mean? You'll run into it at the store or just somewhere random. Because definitely the higher powers that be have a funny way of, showing us what we need to see in our life, you know? It's, it's always so ironic. It's always such a crazy coincidence that it's like, wow, I really do have some kind of attention to put on that person, you know? And I think that you guys went through a lot, and in the process you learned a lot about yourselves, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is where your light shines through. No, here's my... um little theory about same-sex relationships is that I really feel like they help us to learn about ourselves in a deep way. Because if you think about it, let's think about a heterosexual relationship, a guy and a girl. Now, the guy and the girl have an argument. They get mad or angry and say, you know, the guy's like, wow, I'm so mad at her. She did this because she's a girl. She's a bitch. You know what I mean? And the girl is like, oh, he did that because he's a guy. He's such a dickhead. Whatever. He's a guy. Well, <laughs> in same-sex relationship, you automatically rule that out. And you get into an argument and you can't say, oh, he's just a bitch or she's a dick. It's like, oh, he's he or she is a different person than I am. So what that automatically makes your mind do is to relate to people in a completely different manner. It's like, okay, they're a different person than I am. So then you start to put yourself in their shoes because, you know, you want to experience what it is. Let me make this clear. I'm not saying that heterosexual relationships don't. I'm just saying, you know, the more of it that I've seen myself um, and just the regular dynamics of relationships, that's kind of how it turns out. And that's why this is my, like, little theory about same-sex relationships is they really help you learn about yourself. And it I can see. What's that?
1: I said yes. It makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, like, just think about it. Think about your own relationship, you know, um, with this woman. You probably went through so much together, and you just saw how each other, each emotion came out, and how, you know, whatever, you said something to them and how they reacted to that. And, you know, just the constant back and forth, back and forth is, reactions and interactions and communication and there's probably a lot a lot of learning about yourself and you're just like wow you know either I do this or I don't do that or um, you know they like this but this makes me happy you know what I mean like and that's when you start to find out just more and more about yourself I really think that's true because um, I'm definitely a lost person I've lost who I was several times and I'm like you know gosh, who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? Like, especially for the past three years, especially after I had to drop out of college, I I just had no idea. I'm like, God, what do I do? Like what am I supposed to do? I don't want to work for the rest of my life, like I don't want to do this. And it made me think, Who am I? What do I want to do? etc. It's just I think with all these guys that I've talked to, I've talked to a lot of guys. I talked to a lot of them online. Oh, she's not there. Um, well, anyways, I talked to a lot of guys online, a lot of people, but um, definitely a lot more guys, and just interacting with them, communicating with them. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about myself. It's crazy. So I think it's definitely a good thing. I did lose sugar. I don't know where she went. She just hung up. But I hope that helps I'm sorry. So, hi, Kira in the chat room. Good to see you here. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to talk a little bit about consciousness and what the heck is going on with it and what we're here to experience and what subconscious is. You know, I I am the dream teacher, so I'm trying to live in my name and live up to the name. And it's like I have to be very much in awareness about my dreams what they are, what they do, etc. I write them down as much as I can remember and constantly I'm thinking about dreams and dream life and a lot of other people are too which is very cool but I want to know what it is I want to know. I need to get something solid. I need to get something something substantial I need some substantial things and now what I learned um, very, very, very dear friends to me, I need to talked with him, had a talk with him after the last radio show and he helped me to realize a lot of things about myself and part of who I am and that helped me a lot and in a way it kind of confused me at the same time, it clarified things and now like I'm not sure about uh, so much are broken down, and now I have to build my own way. And I'm not sure how I want to do that. I'm not sure how I want to build life anymore. So, very interesting, very very interesting. And trying to get more faith in things. I'm trying to have more faith, absolutely. But my life is about literally balancing spiritual and reality. Like the spiritual realms and reality. And it really makes sense of why I am the dream teacher and you no. Know, it's gonna be so perfect for me. It's gonna be absolutely what I need. And I'm thinking there's something that I gotta do. I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna tie these things together. I don't know how I'm gonna tie in the dream world and the real world. I literally have to live both and experience both and learn about both at the same time. And that is a very interesting path. Like, it's really crazy. And sometimes it's super emotional and hard to get through. But I'm, I'm still being so and I'm going to make it. Because I believe that I have this purpose. I believe that I'm, I have this. Secret knowledge, if you will, all this stuff that needs to be spread and shared, just because of my experiences here in life, and an experience is something that you're consciously aware of that you go through. Well, I guess usually, no, you have to be consciously aware. Experience is something that you live through, and when we are consciously aware, we're in our consciousness. We are in control. We have control of what we're doing or going to do or how we're going to be etc and I think that I definitely feel that there's only a small percentage of what we are in control of but at the same time doesn't it seem like that this human body we're in complete control of like doesn't it seem like we're just in complete control of everything and in a sense we are but then you know, you hear facts like we only use a very small percentage of the human brain. Like, if it's if it's such a big tool in human existence, then why aren't we accessing? You see random people, you do random things, you know, and you're like, oh, that was the craziest dream, you know what I mean? But the beauty about it is that it's completely uninhibited. You can dream about anything, any possibility, anything that you could possibly manifest with thought, you can dream it. And there's certain messages that come through in dreams, absolutely. And a lot of great inventors, thinkers, speakers, great minds of the world have received many insights from their dreams. So it's like, you know, when we lay our heads to go to bed tonight, think about where this conscious mind is going and how does it leave your body and where does it go? Because if you can, if you don't consciously experience something, you don't have any memory of it, does it mean that and I can't give you an answer and I think that's something that we're all going to have to find within Um, maybe we'll all come up with our own individual separate answers Um, and I think that's the beauty of it I think we all are connected to all extent there's no limit to our connection and I think I think now I think it would be very interesting to live a life, conscious and subconscious. Um, Letting the subconscious come through at all times. And at the same time, being consciously aware. Unless we can work completely subconsciously. um, I think that's possible. Like I said, when I started the show, I was Uh, very intoxicated last night and I was completely not in control. I was not conscious at all. And I woke up and I had no idea what happened. And just completely unconscious. And so, does it mean that I controlled it? Does it mean that I experienced it? And I don't think so because I think I was being guided by something else. I'm not sure what. I think it might have been um, the perspective of everyone else's view, I mean, uh, how do I provoke this thought? Um, I feel like I was just living out everybody else's perspective of me, and living out what other people thought I was, or who they thought I was, because they were pretty much in control, I didn't have control, I was out, gone, wasn't here, I wasn't with it, I was literally gone. And I'm a completely different person when I am a completely drunk like that. A totally different person than who you're sitting here talking to right now. And I think that I like this person better, <laughs> definitely, after all the stuff that I went through. Um, and I think we should find a healthier way. To access subconscious States of mind And that's why I'm a hypnotist But I literally put people In their state of subconsciousness, But they let me though That's the other part of it And they let me do whatever I need to do Because they trust me And there's like this bigger communication There's this bigger foundation There than sipping on a bottle You know And so I guess I'm just going to end with that right now I want to delve into this topic a little bit more. It's really provoking my brain right now. I think I'm going to go write a bunch after this. But thank you all for listening and coming. I really, really do really appreciate it. Um, I hope I give you some food for thought. And please, go subconscious tonight. When you lay your head down to sleep, go let those messages come through. Go let your subconscious live fully. And I'm going to try and help find it. Everybody, thank you for coming. And of course, have a beautiful night. Take care and sweet dreams.